They thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. be mr brad i am you always as always are andrew i am and that would make this the broom view podcast mm-hmm. bruce views cool dudes use mm-hmm. used abused confused dudes drinking brews mm-hmm. getting more confused talking about what they viewed mm-hmm. 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 so <laughs> how how is everything? Everything is good. Very very good. I heard it's cold down there. Oh, it is cold. Yeah, it's a little chilly. Uh, everyone swears that uh, like oh, it's just a, it's it's a different type of cold down here. It gets in your bones. I'm like, stop it. It's cold. It is cold. Um, and and uh, obviously. You're going through winter right now. I've been through quite a few uh, tough winters, um, weather-wise. And uh, even still, like, I I haven't lived through a Chicago winter in four years. And uh, when I'm down here, 
I get cold. Like my um, hands, my thumbs, part of it being I have to wash stuff all the time. So yeah. my hands are in water all the time. But, you know, my hands are cracking because it's been cold and my skin's dry. It's it's cold. Cold is cold. Um, but there's definitely varying degrees of it. Yeah. But I don't know why there's some people that feel the need to put the qualifier on it. And it's probably it's probably a byproduct of people being like, oh, well, if you think this is cold, why don't you live in Alaska? Then yeah. tell me this is cold. Like, no, we're all experiencing cold. We're, we experience yeah. varying degrees. Some are much worse than others. Um, but your body's still not supposed to be 40 degrees. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, but for uh, some reason, people really down here. Is it really 40 degrees down here? This morning it was. Right now yeah. it looks like it's 60. Ooh. Yeah, warming back up. Nice. Um, we have we have something coming this Monday mm-hmm. called a flash freeze. Oh, so just yeah. drop like like the, the temperature the temp- just is in free fall. We're gonna get like a mix of rain and sleet and stuff. Uh, that sounds horrible. Uh, during the day, and all of a sudden it goes drop. The temperature drops like ten to fifteen degrees within a like couple hour period, and the winds kick up. And we're supposed it's uh. supposed to. That's like everything awesome pretty yeah that sounds horrible um but yeah people seem to they they feel the need to insist and maybe it is because people are telling them like oh this isn't cold it's cold uh but people are always like oh, but it's a damp cold it gets in your bones like maybe that or maybe we don't have winter jackets and the human body's not supposed to be 40 degrees like i said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Blood's thinner. Yeah. Yeah. It be. yeah. It's all that sweet tea. Yeah. Sweet tea and Sazerac. A sweet tea. Mm. If anything, mm. sweet tea is probably making some blood. What is, what is Sazerac? Sazerac is a uh, rye whiskey. No. Oh, um, but it's named after uh, what people down here. Um, this is one of the most um self-aggrandizing self-obsessed places like this 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 in new New orleans and new york could probably go toe-to-toe with like self this this self-love thing um but uh, a lot of people at least down here consider a sazerac to be the first american cocktail it's like a rye whiskey with um a shot of absinthe and maybe like bitters or something uh i could probably look this up for more accuracy um but yeah so i've never had ab- i've never had absinthe cocktail uh but it is what people say one teaspoon sugar three to four dashes of bitters few drops of water two ounces rye whiskey one teaspoon herb saint Pernod or absinthe and a lemon peel. Hmm. Sounds pretty pretty good. Have you, you've never had it? No, which I could get one um, pretty easily, I assume. Um, but yeah, so they consider that to be the first American cocktail. Um, and there's a brand of rye whiskey called Sazerac down here. I have a bottle on my kitchen counter sounds good yeah it's pretty good um it's i I thought maybe they mixed it with like sweet tea because i've been drinking a little bit of bourbon with 
tea, bourbon and tea mixed. Is that like a toddy? I don't know what it is. It's sounds good. A, a hot brad. Call it a turban. <laughs> a turban. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it would catch on. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a turban? <laughs> How about I waterboard you? Yeah. <laughs> My wife's in a bad mood. I need to tie on at least one turban before I head home. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a turban? What would would be in a turban? Have you had this turban? It's the bomb. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Tea and bourbon, (laughs) I assume. (laughs) Yeah. I guess so, yeah. You'd have to set it on fire. Well, no, that's terrible. <laughs> can't. Yeah, no. no. We're we're crossing a line. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is uh, yeah. Get it's getting problematic. Let's build a wall around this conversation. That's right. Um. Oh, you don't want to build a wall? <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah. So. No Other wall. Let's just shut this down um, yeah. and move on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not drinking a turban tonight. I'm, what having, are you a, drinking? I'm having a brewski. Nice. Um, you know, I just, uh, the holidays just move so fast. And uh, I wanted to recapture some of that magic. Um, and I had one left in my fridge. So. I just uh, actually just put down a Christmas ale from Beta Brewing Company. It's described as a winter ale. Uh, it's got some, a little bit of like all spice, like cooking spice kind of flavor to it. Um, it's brown ale, uh, and uh, it was pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So Beta is uh kind of like how you equate sam adams like it's got to be the water they use um every single one of their beers has tastes like an abita beer right um and sometimes that's to the detriment of the beer um and it kind of just makes everything taste a little metallic other times it's complimentary um i think the christmas ale it's pretty nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I see. I I equate, and maybe it's because you guys are have such warm winters and can't really hack the winter that we have. But um, it's thin blood. It's all that yeah. sweet tea. <laughs> uh, I quit. I equate um, like Christmas ales with a really hedgy, heavy mm-hmm. beer. Like um, it has all the same, same stuff. Like really malty. Yeah. Um, dark. Uh, like almost a roasted uh, fruit taste to it, mm-hmm. uh, but like always like a Belgian style or like a triple, like a very uh, high alcohol content type beer. Mm-hmm. And those are the Christmas ales I'm I'm used to uh, around here, especially with like the, this is I think this is the first year I haven't checked in a a Mad Elf on the on the show because uh, they do a new version every year, but they pretty yeah. much taste all the same. <laughs> Uh, and if not, you haven't had it in a year, so that's you... right. How could you know? Uh, but like, it, it's interesting. It's only it's it's in a, like five point five. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, the the beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And like it's, 30, uh, 34 IBU. Pretty, yeah, low IBU, 5.5 ABV. Um, it's sitting at a, I, I give it a 325. It's sitting at a 320. Um, so kind of with the consensus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, so I'm drinking a beer end. that you had a version of here just recently. I have, yes. I noticed um, that. Uh, it's not the same because it's it's a it's a bit different because it's a uh, collaboration and kind of like a um, an overall kind of uh, fundraiser type thing and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's called Re- Resilience IPA. It was it was started by what was it, Sierra Nevada mm-hmm. uh, for the the camp fire. What I think that's the dumbest name for a like like a, a cause or like. The mm-hmm. the campfire fund. I know it, that's what yeah. it was called, right? Yeah, I mean it's. I would say the human fund is the only thing worse. Yeah, well, but <laughs> money like, for when people. They, when they were talking about like all the damage that this fire had done out mm-hmm. in California, yeah, and I was ca- calling it the campfire. It doesn't have the head like the weight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like, have the urgency of. Yeah. Like I love campfires, yeah, and like for yeah. kids who've lost their home and like are going to grow up, like <clears throat> they'll never be able to go out and enjoy a campfire. It's true, ever again. Yeah. So, um, maybe. Anyways, maybe campfires are taking it back. Yeah, like, we're, we're take, reclaiming take, it. Taking the name back. Yeah, we're reclaiming it. Um. So, anyways, uh. I guess they put the word out. We're going to um, uh, Sierra Nevada uh, brewed a beer and we're, uh, other breweries around the country were kind of thrown in and uh, raising money for uh, the victims and for this, uh, the wildfires out in California. And this is uh, Resilience IPA, the, Lanc- the Lancaster uh, County Brewers Edition. Mm-hmm. So that's like one county over from where I live, and it's uh, a total, I think, of eighteen different uh, breweries that that mm-hmm. threw in, which is really cool. All the local breweries around the area. Yeah, actually, um, I checked in the wrong one. Now that I'm looking at it. Well, no, you you checked in because you it, checked it. You I, checked in. I checked the in Sierra, the Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada, one, yeah. yes, and that is the right one. You had that one. I'm sure you did. This well, one. Well, Nola made one. Yes. Oh, right. oh, you okay? Yeah. Maybe you did. Okay. Yeah. I because I didn't know about this until I think after I had it. See, that's how generous you are. Hmm. You do you donate and support causes, and yeah. you don't even realize it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I just give and give and give. Um. So this is this is just a. <laughs> Uh, a straight up mm-hmm. West Coast IPA. Um, uh, there's not a whole lot going on with it. It's it's fine. Like I I like it. I'm gonna. My wife got me a growler tonight. Nice of it. And uh, I'll. Pff, I'm two and a half beers into it mm-hmm. already. I'll probably finish it by the end of the night. That's 
Uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I gave it a 4.0. Uh, everyone else, it's, it's got 215 ratings on it, and it's like sitting at a 3.95. So mm-hmm. uh, right there with everybody else. Um, it is – It yeah, there's – there's not a lot that sets this one apart, but it is. I would say it is a bit darker than some normal IPAs if you look at it. Mm-hmm. It's got some of the. Uh, it's it's not clear. Yeah, like it, it looks some, unfiltered. It, maybe I don't know. It might be the it, light. Too. Yeah, no, it it does look unfiltered. It looks like a New England, like a dark New England IPA, but it tastes it does, yeah. a lot more like a, a West Coast. Nice. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, great Max Yeah. Yeah. No, this yeah. is yeah. Not really. It, there's not a whole lot of uh, explaining about this particular drink. So, because there's only 215, I guess so it's a pretty limited run. But anyways, yeah. Uh, it's good beer. It's good cause. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna drink beer and could help a cause, why not do it, right? Yes, that's what I always say when I'm having my resilience IPA. Just checked in the correct one. Nice, nice, nice. Yep, gonna make sure Nola gets its due. Yeah, this is one of those. I um, when when you're checking into the Untapped app, <clears throat> when you, you sometimes like you'll go for a month or so and you'll get like a every two or three times you check in you'll get a badge and maybe get two badges and then but there's those um those nice little uh i don't even know what it would call like these uh unicorn rainbow moments where you get like six badges with one check-in <laughs> yeah you, you know what i mean makes a man feel good yeah uh yeah i think i got uh let me look and see. Yeah, I got, I got five, five different badges for this one. Nice. Or, or we did. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Yeah. I know. I, f- I know. I feel good. I'm pumped. Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. Know. It's fun. Yeah. And yes. and it's uh, you know, another uh, another fun to, thing to do when you're hanging out at the bar, having a beer or two, or podcasting with your buddy or uh listening to a podcast with your uh favorite drinking buddies um, that's right for example if you want to listen to uh us and see our check-ins brewview pod on untapped yeah we're pretty cool guys i mean yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah why i guess it was so i'm i'm looking this up now it's being called the campfire. Hmm. The 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 uh, the wildfire in California. Right. I didn't know that. That's a dumb name. That's what I mean. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> the like campfire... it should be like the Montesino fire or the, you know, La Crescenta. You know. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I don't. I'm just. <sighs> I don't know. That that's just a weird. <laughs> yeah. To well, call it the, 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 the campfire camp fire, like... fire tore through California. It's a camp 
fire. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure that uh, giving it a good name was probably pretty low on the list for them. So yeah, I'm I sure. do understand that. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. What are you going to do? Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So I think that's cool. I like uh, I like the um, people getting that uh, getting involved in that. I, th- I feel like I've seen that maybe once or twice before where it's like, okay, everyone's going to do our version of the same thing. Um, it'd be cool to taste a couple side by side. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It would be interesting. Cause I, <clears throat> I was like, if you look up the, if you do the, um, Brazil, like if you try to look it up, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of hard to, there's a bunch of them, right? Right. And it's, it would be cool. Like to get them all, like get them all bottled and, line them up and have some kind of big benefit concert mm-hmm. around a campfire ironically mm-hmm. and then just not put it out leave it to chance yeah just so you like <laughs> or put it out with the beer with the resilience yeah. beer or put it out with a p mm-hmm. of all the people standing around yes yeah everyone break the seal in a circle <laughs> 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 I'm just, I'm laughing because I feel like uncomfortable right now just thinking about someone who like lost a bunch of shit in the fire oh, listening, yeah. listening to the two of us talk about it. Well, yeah. And like, oh, like, these sons of bitches. But you'll never be able to enjoy a campfire again. And I feel bad for you. Yeah. This podcast is dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. You're missing out. Yes. It's nothing. There's nothing better sitting sitting around a campfire with a couple buddies, drinking turbans, having a blast. <laughs> Radius. Setting it off. <laughs> yeah. What's oh, Queen Latifah got to do with this? Uh, all right. All right. Um, set it off as a movie. So let's set off... Uh, yeah, let's get into the view part of yeah. the view part of it. Um, all right. Um, uh, you watched a funny movie. Whoa. I watched a non-funny movie. All right. Where would you like to go? Because I actually watched some of your movie, and I would also say that it was not yeah. A not funny movie as well. It was uh, billed as a comedy, and mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't. Uh, let's just start there because I don't think there's a ton to say. And uh, you know, in what is supposed to be a lighthearted romp about nuns swearing, <laughs> clash of context, inherently funny. Um, yeah, so this movie, The Little Hours, which is streaming on Netflix, which will not be relevant because I definitely don't recommend it if I'm not overplaying my hand, um, was directed by Jeff Baina, um, written by Giovanni Boccaccio, um, based on the Decameron by Jeff Baina. What? Oh, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's it's So this is... Uh, I think the most frustrating thing about this movie is that it's a phenomenal cast. Oh, it's Bree, great, right? 
um, Dave Franco, who's not phenomenal, but a name. Uh, Kate McCousey, Aubrey Plaza, John C. Riley, Molly Shannon, Fred Armisen, uh, Nick Offerman, Jemima Kirk, uh, Lauren Weedman, who I don't know what she's from, but I recognize her. Paul Reiser. Um, There's just, I don't know, a lot of people who've done some funny things who I know have the ability to make me laugh. Um, but maybe they're more, you know, they're dependent on, on good writing, good material. Uh, this just is not it. I, they really kind of hung their hat on um, just, like I said, clash of context. Like, nuns saying dirty words. Whoa. Uh, really mind-blowing and provocative, especially in 2019. Yeah. Um, just crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, the plot is in the Middle Ages, a young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a covent full of emotionally unstable nuns. Uh, <laughs> uh, that made me laugh <laughs> more than the movie, and I don't know why I'm mm. laughing right now. Uh, Introduced as a deaf-mute man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. So the um, Dave Franco goes on the run after sleeping with Nick Offerman's character's wife. Uh, none mm. of these people have names. Um, they get Nick uh, Offerman. I he was my favorite part of it. Yeah, he was funny, um, and he was in there very sparingly as well. Uh, yeah, I mean there were there were some. <clears throat> excuse me. There were some little, little, little funny things. Yes, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like it was very disjointed. Like it was. Oh yeah, terrible storytelling. The script was rough. It must have been. Yeah, because I could have spent my whole time with with uh, Allison Brie, Kate McCucci, and uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, and mm-hmm. just 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 those three just going through their day and just interacting just a little bit with other people but always going back to them kind of squabbling and like yeah. you know what i mean yeah just having just them like being frustrated with their lot in life right you know yeah you know john c Riley was so wasted molly shannon was i, so, I she's so awesome so, and she's just wasted yes yeah. absolutely un yeah uh, most of the people, I think most of the people are wasted. It's yeah. not, it, it just wasn't funny. And there were a couple, yeah, there a couple little laughs. And then, you know, the first time you hear, um, these nuns who you think, you know, nuns, mild mannered, quiet, homely women. Um, the first time you hear Aubrey Plaza start, you know, just cussing someone out while she's in her habit. It's a little funny. It's not hilarious, but um, they just hung so much on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All in all, uh, not disappointing. Not great. Yeah. Don't recommend it. Um, you know what it felt like a little bit was mm-hmm. them ape, aping uh, Monty Python a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. In the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah, I think that maybe like 
Yeah, this could this could play well as maybe a five minute sketch in a variety show. Yeah. Speaking of Monty Python. Um, yeah. yeah, this could this whole thing could have been boiled down to something you could uh, enjoy in the flying circus, but that's about it. Yeah, it's just or not... a recurring, recurring. Sure, yeah, yeah, running characters or reoccurring characters rather. Uh, yeah, definitely, sure. But it, it's an hour and a half. Um, there's very little to get out of it. So yeah. pass. Yeah. Oh well, well, I'm sorry I signed it. To you. Yeah, yeah, you you'd better be, especially since I asked you to. <laughs> Save don't me from let, myself, please. Don't let pe- people see behind the curtain. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> look away. Uh, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, you assigned me mm-hmm. a movie I wanted to watch mm-hmm. uh, called uh, from 2017, "A Prayer Before Dawn." Uh, really starring no one you'd ever seen before. Uh, Joe Cole uh, was the lead of it. Uh, known for, he was in uh, Black Mirror, Peaky Blinders. Uh, looks like a lot of British stuff. <clears throat> Limey. Um, and the most tattoos you've ever seen in any movie you've ever seen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so, I didn't even know this is a true story until after the movie. And I love that it was a true story. Yeah. Uh, so this is a story of um, uh, an English, like a kickboxer who uh, who was kind of there as a, like, he, he wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. So he, because he was, he was uh, fighting in Thailand and he got busted for drugs. He got thrown into uh, a prison. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, ends up having or, you know, has has to survive uh, by by fighting in prison. They have like a fighting club in prison. Oh, okay. All right. So this movie is really fascinating to watch because, like, the people, the um, uh, the extras they have mm-hmm. are they have to be prisoners in this prison that they're talking about. <laughs> really. They absolutely have to. So you get he gets thrown into this prison. He's got he's he's into drugs, but and he's like tr- just trying to make a living in Thailand. Mm-hmm. But he gets thrown in this prison, and they do. There is there are subtitles, but there's not that many of them. So like you're kind of experienced. Like he's thrust into this world. And like he is Weird. lost. Like if you imagine going into like the American prison system, like mm-hmm. I would be a sheep and you would be a sheep. We would be in rough shape, but at least we could speak the language and yeah. we could say, "Thank you, sir. Can I have another mm-hmm. or whatever?" You know, is going to happen to us. No, you can't have my pudding cup. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is thrown into, and I'm telling you. I, it's worth watching horrible. the first 15 minutes of this movie to see the amount of tattoos these guys have. <laughs> it's insane. These people are tatted like all over their faces. Like Damn. like their faces, arms, back, like there's and some of the guys like there's probably like 95% coverage. Mm-hmm. And Shit. it is like you feel like because they do like limited um limited uh um 
uh, subtitles, subtitles. Mm-hmm. you kind of you're kind of in the same. You feel like you're with him, like you don't understand really what they're saying, but you know you need to be scared. That's Especially a good advice. Yeah, they're, I like that. Yeah. Um, and it's fascinating because, like I said, I didn't like had this been just a written story, it, it would have been like pretty crazy, but like kind of unbelievable. But it, mm. then I realized it was a true story. And like, if you get into this movie, please watch it to the end. There's a great scene right at the end in a, a, a follow-up couple lines of text. Lines of text mm-hmm. that is really revealing. And um, uh, yeah, I, I really recommend this movie. It is a it's a hard one to get through because um, like I kept putting myself in his shoes or lack thereof um, because he's pretty much uh, like they, they, he just has to wear shorts the whole way through this. Like he's in prison, but mm-hmm. and like their prisons, like all these dudes just sleep in the same room. And it, when there's gang rapes, everyone kind of oh there's a gang rape over there or you know whatever it's uh it's pretty brutal and hard to get through but like uh happy i watched it um i gave it what did i give it i gave it an eight um probably i probably now i think i'll probably give it a seven because the acting was was iffy but you know what i'm gonna stay with an eight because Mm -hmm. because they were Everyone was an extra except for this guy. Like, I can't imagine that there was more than a handful of actual actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I really, really, maybe two or three, but for the most part, everyone else is real people. Hmm. And, like, if I was in Thailand and I was trying to decide who. Like, and I know this is a derogatory term, mm-hmm. but like uh, the term "lady boy." Sure, you know you get that you know from uh, Hangover or whatever. You know, like I like I would wouldn't be able to tell mm-hmm. because some of them were hot. So I guess I'd be good with it. I don't know. Yeah. I just know that I would rather have the lady boys than the tatted up dudes in prison. <laughs> than the bad because boys. Because the lady boys are a lot gentler. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, look. Sometimes, uh, you know, strong enough for uh, strong enough for a man, but made for a lady boy. Um, right. I don't know. Sometimes you got to make choices you don't want to make. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it's streaming on Amazon. It's it's a rough watch. And like, if you have, you know, sensitive sen- sensibilities, mm-hmm. uh, probably not. But I don't. I think Sounds I know. Sounds like you much just described to this podcast. And I'd say go in. I'd say do it. I'd recommend it. Okay. Um, because it's got. Uh, it drags on a little bit, but it, it pays off pretty well. Okay. And the guy that does it 
uh, that plays the lead role. What's his name again? Joe Cole playing Billy Moore. Fucking, he nails it. He really does. Damn. Yeah. Man, those, uh, wow. It, that's the most intense prison movie I've ever seen. It is. Really? It has to be. Hmm. And, like, I can't imagine if he wasn't, like, a kickboxer, Muay Thai boxer, uh, fighter. Like, if he was just me, like a mm-hmm. carpenter. Uh, what his life would have been like. Ugh. Anyways. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, watch it. All right. Well, a prayer good. before dawn. A prayer prior to dawn. Prayer before. Uh, yeah. Prayer before dawn. Um, Amazon Prime, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. Nice. 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 Uh, yeah. Well. Um, did you watch anything else this week? I did. Um, I'm going to say a couple, two things before we get into the movie watch together. Um, new season of True Detective is out. Nice. With, uh, um, your boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're good friends. (laughs) Um, it okay. So the first season, I really love the first season. I recommended it to you. Yes. To watch. Yeah. Um, the second season, it was wanting. It it it, it was trying way too hard. It, it insisted upon itself, and mm-hmm. I did. I tried to rewatch it, and just ugh, just couldn't get through it. There were some good parts in it, and good acting in it, but I was just like, mm-hmm. this one is the first two episodes came out on Sunday, and I'm in. I'm in. He's great. This premise is great. Um, Steven Dorff, as much as I think he's a joke of an actor, he's mm-hmm. good in it. Um, yeah. Uh, the surrounding cast, this, the, the atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the key of this, this, uh, this series. And I, I've told you before that I'm not into the uh, TV anymore. I'm just not. Right. I want my stories wrapped up. I want to move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one I'm going to stop for, and I'm going to watch because they are like little mini movies, and um, they're worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm all in. And slow, it's atmospheric, slow paced, all that stuff. Uh, you know, all the good. Uh, oh no! Or movie. All the good what? Sorry, buzzwords, buzzwords uh-huh. for a good show or movie, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, they apply here. So uh, yeah, check out True Detective um, if you can. Um, I also watched uh, Hotel Artemis. Yes, okay. Uh, I bet you forgot about that, right? Uh, I did, yeah. But it, when uh, it was coming out, uh, it looked interesting. Yeah, so like that Hotel Artemis and. Um, um, the uh, Bad Times of the uh, El Royale mm-hmm. kind of felt like the same, had the same feel. Dirty, gritty, mm-hmm. s- something, whatever. Hated Bad Times at the El Royale. I really liked Hotel Artemis. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, you watched John Wick, right? Sure, yeah. And right. I was going to say that it kind of gave me like, Bad Times meets John Wick vibes. Okay, it it 
Yes, very. Yes, very close. But okay, so the hotel, mm-hmm. con- what is it, Hotel Continental or something like that in John Wick, uh, where yes. all like the bad guys go. I believe so. like that's yeah. the and but we can't. You don't use your guns. You don't make do anything bad there. It's that place, but only for. Um, it's it's like a hotel or it's a it's a hospital for bad guys. So like ah. if you, um. Yeah, if you if if you are pay a subscription or mm-hmm. pay the uh, premium, like when you do get hurt or if you are hurt, you are allowed to come there and receive treatment. Okay. And um, am am I cutting out at all? No, you're good right now. Okay. Uh, it stars Jodie Foster and Sofia Botelli. Botella Botella. Mm-hmm. Who, she's she's just super crazy. What? Well, yeah. 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 Just yeah, yeah. stupid. Just stupid. Like un. Yeah. Uh, Dave Bautista, who is just going right up my list of favorite people in the world. Just yeah. love him so much. Yeah. Um. Uh, Sterling K. Brown, which I haven't seen him in a lot, but he's great. Yeah, I'm starting to see he's getting to be pretty in vogue right now with um he's in that uh TV show This Is Us and I think that that's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. opened up a lot of doors for him. Yes. Uh he's really good in this. Um and Jeff Bol- Goldblum. He's he is awesome. really good. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh it's 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 fun. It's just it's straight up fun. Charlie Day is in it, but he's really wasted. Yeah. It. And I just I was kind of disappointed by his character, but uh, for the most part, uh, fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not asking you to do a whole lot of thinking. It's just letting, just say, "Hey, let me, let's p- put you in this situation and uh, let us entertain you." Okay, mm-hmm. we'll set it up for you. Does it sound interesting? You say yes. Okay, let us entertain you. Mm-hmm. And it does. It did me. And Jodie Foster was really good in it, too. Nice. I enjoyed her. Yeah, it's been a while since I've really seen her, I feel like. Yeah, me too. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So, yeah. I like it. Cool. Um, I will keep my eye out. Um, sounds, uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad that something delivered because I remember like that and... Uh, Bad times at the El Royale being very like two, similar, right? Two movies I want to see, and yep. uh, yeah, similar for sure. So, yeah, right. uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I gave Art- Hotel Artemis a seven. Nice. Yeah, and Bad Times. What I give that? Oh fuck you. <laughs> Hard F. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. And then, uh, how about you? What'd you watch? Uh, that was really it. I did not have a, uh, I don't know. I I didn't have a ton of free time this past week. So, oh, um, um, oh yeah, Phantom Boy. Hmm. Want to talk? You yes, talk about yeah, Phantom I, Boy? I would like to talk about Phantom Boy. Um, <clears throat> what is IMDb? Uh, yeah, so I've only, uh, full disclosure, I've only watched the first half of this movie, um, that it was more, I was having trouble 
staying awake um, through no fault of the movie. Uh, but uh, I'm really I'm looking forward to uh, finishing it. And uh, so far, like halfway through, um, I'm really into it. I like the yeah. uh, I like the animation style. Um, I like the the voice acting is really good, um, and the story. Story is interesting. Um, it's almost like like a. Uh, it feels kind of like a uh, superhero origin story. Little origin right. story. Um, I'm not even gonna try with uh, these names. I believe it's a French movie. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So on. Did they? Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if they uh, did voiceover stuff. Yeah, I wonder if if um that would make a lot of sense. Well, I tell you what. Um, so I was sitting. I came home one night from work. My son and wife were away. They were doing something somewhere. I forget what they were doing. And my niece was over, and she has shitty um, uh, Wi-Fi at her house. So she was coming over to do homework at our house, and I sat down, and she was doing her homework, and we started talking about movies. She's she's the one that I went and saw Aquaman and stuff with. She's in the yes. superhero yeah. movies. And I was like kind of flipping through Netflix, she's cool. and I found this mm-hmm. out of nowhere and, um, and started watching it. And what really drove me in at the, at the beginning was, and what's great about and it, it kind of tie, all ties in is uh, – the the animation reminds me of like the very early episodes of um uh, the, uh Batman the animated series. Yeah, I did get a little uh little bit of that vibe. It's yeah. it is well drawn for sure. And um it's it's about a sick boy who becomes maybe becomes a superhero. We don't know. I think there's maybe a lot of innuendo or maybe some stuff here that maybe could make you sad mm-hmm. and it does make you sad at points but um uh yeah i just fell right in love with it nice. it's got good villain yeah um uh good hero good good protagonist and stuff and all that and uh yeah uh fell in love with it so and what was great was i i have the fir- i think the first two seasons of Batman animated series on DVD. Nice. I've had them for a while, and she had she had never watched them, so I grabbed them and said, "If you like that animated style, here, mm-hmm. take these home with you." This nice. Is homework. This is. I'm sorry to do this to you, but mm-hmm. I need you to check this out. Yes. So yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Streaming on Netflix, so. And they just re, um, I think they just upscaled and remastered um, okay. Batman the Animated Series for okay. uh, for high definition. Uh, unfortunately, it's not on Amazon Prime anymore, but it was. All right, so it was. It must have been redone as mm-hmm. a um, as uh, <clears throat> it was first done as a French film. Mm-hmm. Because like the same character, because like Fred Armiston and um, uh, 
Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, there's oh. there's some bigger name actors. Yeah, there's definitely some voices I felt like I recognized. Yes, and uh, it feels like they they have the same names as if you like scroll through. Okay. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh yeah, I see. Down, get down to the bottom. <laughs> Rest of cast: Fred Armisen. Oh man. So if you're into animated films, sometimes maybe you're not, but this one has a heart and it's pretty good. Check it out yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I see someone. Uh, I can't wait to finish it. Uh, I see someone on. IMDb, uh, they uh, user review said it was a very engaging kids film with natural warmth and jeopardy, um, and that, and I feel like that w- warmth is a really good descriptor. Like I feel like there there is, I don't yeah, know, warmth. Not... I, I I think that that's the right word for it has that. Yeah, like it's not, that. and it's not, and natural is the right. Key yeah, word, natural right? warmth. It, it's not saccharine or. or you know, shoehorned in. Yeah. 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 Way to go. User review. Yeah. Nice work, Stuart White 300. (laughs) Oh, man. Stuart White. (laughs) Now I'm, now I'm looking at, Ooh, Stuart White did not like coma from 2012. Described it as horrendous. There is, I need, uh, each week I need to just, a movie I really like uh-huh. from that week, I need to go down, maybe <laughs> right. each of us should go down and just look at some of the, like, find the best review, mm-hmm. uh, or the worst, the best, the, worst The review. most entertaining review, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Horrendous. Four out of nine users found this review helpful. Hmm. So, not a great track record, Stuart White for 300, sorry. But this is where it gets weird for me. Um, Stuart White has rated only 15 movies. Yeah, it's weird. How, like... But, or reviewed or rated? Rated. Oh. Yeah, that's weird. Yep. Yep. Um, Let me check my activity. Uh... IMDb member for four years and ten months. Wow, time she flies. Um, I guess it's not on the app. No, probably not. Probably I'm on. Not. I'm on the uh, my ratings. Let's see. Yeah, I've rated 746 movies. No. In four years, and you're telling me this person who's been a member for what did I say since 2012? I don't know. Longer than me. How have you only rated 15 movies? Do you forget you have it? I don't. I don't know. Whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. Ask me how many ratings I've done. Mm. I'm, I'm, I, I already know, and I'm, I'm triggered. But how many ratings? Six hundred sixty-six. Santa Maria. Uh, <laughs> great. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, I just put that in your lap. I don't like. I don't like that. Uh. It's like throwing you, throwing you in the middle of a Thai prison. 
yeah. That, what that, do I do now? Sounds bad. Sounds like bad times. <laughs> oh, thrown in the middle of Thai prison. Your lady boy might not be politically correct, but you're going to be begging for it. Yeah. Politics or no. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You should watch another movie or uh, we're all going to hell. Hmm. You've doomed us. Your movie watching <sighs> sins have uh, sent us Damn into uh, eternal damnation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? How about this? I'm going to assign you a movie. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, next week you'll have at least 667. Uh, but, uh, from 2018 starring, uh, Timothy and, uh, Steve Carell. Beautiful boy. Yeah, I'm going to cry on this one. (laughs) Beautiful boy makes, uh, makes for a sad dad. Yeah, sad dad, beautiful boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, my buddy Cool Matt just watched uh, Gleason today. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, finally. And um, he, he said he really enjoyed it. Did he so, cry? Uh, yes. Good. Yeah. Then he's all right. He's, uh, he's, he's cool. still still cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but beautiful boy. Yeah, it seems like I'm even just looking at the um, looking at the IMDb page. It looks like a uh, tearjerker. Just a yeah, just a fucking bummer. There's just yeah, um, like this still shot of Steve Carell all grayed out with his hand on Timothy Chalamet's shoulder, and Timothy's looking away. You know, um, I watched that movie uh, Flags of Our Father. Yes. Um, and I think he's done a couple other things, but Steve Carell plays a really good sad sack, like kind of a, not, you know, not like, uh, like worthless piece of shit, but yeah. like someone who has like really endured and can feel put upon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, he's not just some like worthless poor me guy yeah he's he's able to like i guess portray his burden yeah yeah uh you know what you're gonna watch a movie that i'm looking at and i'm hoping just from the uh just from the stills that i'm Mm -hmm. seeing kind of remind me a little bit of a girl walks home at night I um, hope so. Uh, but uh, Roma, mm-hmm. uh, stream on Netflix, um, Netflix original, looks like, uh, it also looks like a bummer, but <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's good. Yeah. Uh, he's directed by Alfonso Caron, who, uh, or Caron, um, is he Spanish? Caron. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, Children of Men. Yeah. Great movie. Difficult watch. Yeah. Rough watch. It's just, uh, there's the thing that I think is so great about Children of Men and what, what makes it, what sets it apart is there's so much background storytelling. Yeah. Uh, that 
you really need to be fully invested in looking at everything on screen. You need to keep track of what, you know, Clive Owen's doing. Um, but you also need to keep track of the things that are happening behind him. And, uh, it's just a challenging watch. Um, that if you're up to it is very rewarding. Uh, there's, there's a, there's a list we could do sometime. Um, one watch wonders or mm-hmm. something like that. Like movies that you have no, Oh yeah. Uh, like the, that you love, but were like, have no, uh, intention of going and watching again. Cause it's yeah. really difficult to get through. Yeah. I think I've one seen movie. children of uh, men yeah. a few times, so that won't be on my list, but, I would understand if someone were to put it on theirs. Like, yeah. like the last men in Aleppo. Yeah. Um, uh, what was that movie I watched? Um, God damn it. It's the Iranian film about the guy in houses were blowing up. I'd have to look back and see. Hmm. That does not hmm. ring a bell, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you'll be watching Roma stream on Netflix. I'll be watching Beautiful Boy on Amazon. Uh, what you got for the peeps? For the people, the people, the people, people, the people. Um, another prison movie. Um, not probably not as uh, unpleasant as yours. Shot Caller um, from mm-hmm. 2017. Uh, I described it to you as a good light little uh, late night crime flick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I, um, I watched this, uh, with my buddy Rob last time I was in Vegas, just stayed up, had a few beers, watched this movie. It's enjoyable. Uh, Shane slash the Punisher is in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And a guy from Game of Thrones who, I don't know, I don't watch that show. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking nerd. Um, instead of watching that crap, I watch animated movies and play on my Nintendo Switch, so. Nice. Yeah, I'm kind of a cool guy. Have you uh, gotten away from that, or have you still been no. hardcore? And- um, I've just... How's your reading going, is what I'm asking. Uh, oh, I, it, pretty much everything's been on hold. That's why I didn't finish the movie. Um, uh, why I didn't finish uh, Phantom Boy um, is I have just been um, just working a lot. And yeah. it's definitely it. Yesterday, it felt like it all started to catch up to me. So, I get you. I yeah. Get you. So, um, I haven't really done much outside of work and watched the little hours, which I do. <laughs> neat. Uh, yeah. So, um, pretty much everything uh, that I want to do in my free time. Oh. I'll make time for it later. But right now, uh, you know, it's busy. Busy time in my life. Yeah. Um, well, I will have the peeps watch mm-hmm. uh, Rain Man. Nice. Streaming on definitely Netflix. Definitely Rain Man. Definitely. Definitely streaming Rain Man. Yeah. All right. No, no, it's on Amazon. Oh, sorry. Netflix. Gotcha. Yeah, Shot Callers as well. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, Roma and Beautiful Boy are on Netflix. But yeah, Rain Man. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah. And really good, really mm-hmm. good movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well acted. Uh, first time we actually get to see, uh, I think, uh, we get to see Tom Cruise be an actor. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's t- 
Top Gun was before this. Uh, I mean, the movies that were before this were like, what, Top Gun, Risky Business. I don't feel like they asked a lot of him. No. Um, not to say that uh, I Risky Business is a really good movie. I haven't seen Top Gun in a long time. I'm willing to wager that it aged pretty poorly. Um, but a cool movie in... Uh, you know the time and place when I saw it as a as a young lad, I was like, neat. Um, so we'll always have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it looks like I mean, Color of Money is right before this. Um, but yeah, Rain Man's one of yeah, Born on the Fourth of July after that, Few Good Men after that, definitely, definitely. Um, and he's like the the. the, the de facto antagonist in this like there, yeah. there's not really a bad guy but if he's if there is a bad guy he is it yeah know? charlie babbitt yep yep old tom cruise um i feel like every time you you see him uh at least in in the stuff that i've seen in him of this this last decade it's always like eh, i forget you forget about Tom Cruise and then you see and you're like, oh, that's, yeah, there's a reason he's a movie star. Yeah. Every time I see him on something else, I just want to go back and watch uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Same, same. Love that movie so much. So good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, All You Need Is Kill, Live, Die, Repeat, whatever you want to call it. All those things. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I think the best thing I've heard was uh about that movie. For as good of a movie as it is, I think the best thing I heard about it was um Bald Brian on uh what is it? Film what? Film Vault. Yeah, Film Vault. Um <laughs> when he says this this is a masterclass in how not to advertise a movie. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's an awesome movie that deserves a way bigger audience. And I think of that it's it's one of those movies kind of like become a cult classic. I think it's destined to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I know I'll always sing its praises. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Damn it! I had something on top of my tip of my tongue. Oh, there's. So I'm gonna do something because mm. I always write down movies I want to watch. Right. Right. Like when we're talking and we're like, oh, yeah, I need to watch out. I need to watch this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say the things I'm going to try to watch for next week. And I I probably won't get through them all. But, you know, there's some weeks where I do watch a shit ton of movies. Um, So obviously I'm going to watch Beautiful Boy assigned by you. And I'm going to try to watch Roma. I I assigned you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to watch the next episode of True Detective. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I'm also going to try to watch Shot Caller. Okay. But... um, Solo has come out on Netflix, so I'm gonna yes. watch that. Definitely gonna watch that. I'll probably watch that tonight. <laughs> I'll be up really late. Yeah. yeah. Um, um and then uh on Fredo Flix, uh the new Halloween came out, so Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm try to watch that. I'm curious to hear what you'd think um, of that. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I got seven things or like two four six no six things i'm gonna try to watch for next week all right i'll, I'll get back to you yeah well uh, I, i'll have to we'll check in with you S- oh. sixes a lot of sixes tonight not liking it mm, 
That's a theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, beer does come in six packs usually, so that mm-hmm. that's, you know, there's good things out there. And sixtals. What's a sixtal? That's like a small keg. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Not the quarter, but the sixtal. Yeah. We call them halves and sixes, which is, sixes is not a good. It's not. It's a sixth of a barrel. Come on. Sixtal. Yeah, yeah. Sixtal makes more sense than than a six. It there. Yeah, we need a couple sixes. Whatever. Uh, whatever. I uh, uh, speaking of uh, putting out some wildfires. Um, yeah. You know, to bring it all it. back. Time to break the seal. Brb. B. And we're back. To those of you at home, it might have uh, felt like no time at all, but that's what we in the studio call movie magic. Mm-hmm. 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 Indeed. Mm. Switching yeah, it up so, a little bit. Yeah. So we're um, as we kind of to to pull back the curtain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. Other than we do do some prep as far as watching movies and things like that. And there's weeks where we, you know, we get right on it the week before. But most weeks, yeah, mm-hmm. we uh, were like, hey, what are we going to talk about tonight? Yeah. And uh, so tonight I was I I put that out, put that or today I put uh, really this afternoon. I was like, hey, what are we going to talk about tonight? And um. I suggested maybe doing something on plots like we like, plots we don't like, mm-hmm. as far as like, hey, I'm gonna go watch this movie, or hey, I don't want to watch this movie, like stuff that we're kind of we gravitate towards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and like devices or or things or plots that, um, well, you recommended to either pull you in or you see it and. And you're out. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, there, I think what what uh, led me down that path was kind of uh, was prison movies, right? With the, watching, sure, uh, yeah. uh, Prayer Before Dawn. Like I usually dig um, prison movies, right? Sure. Uh, what, what damn it what was the movie we watched? Cell um, Block, Brawl in Cell Block Ninety Nine. Well, that yes, okay. for sure. Um, just trying to the, trying to guess ahead of you before you even give a descriptor. Yes, um, the one with the uh, Ben Mendelsohn's in it. And, oh, start uh, up. Yeah, start up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was one of the first movies we we talked about. Um, but if you think you know Shawshank Redemption, a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, you know, kind of, kind of soft around the edges. Yeah, prison movie. <laughs> There were the uh, <laughs> Green Mile. If you want to get even softer around the edges, yeah, yes, very soft as well. Um, but like that's one of the like when when we talk about plots, like something that's gonna suck me in. I'm I'm usually gonna fall for a prison movie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Escape from Al- Alcatraz. Sure, love that yeah. movie. Um, it's some it's something that is, I guess, like one of the things as a plot device is. You put me in a situation where I, A, am unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. and B, can only imagine the worst. Yeah. 
and see you show me the worst. You know what I mean? You show yeah. me the worst or you uh, <laughs> like because my mind starts to go as yeah. soon as I start thinking all the situations they're getting into. Right. Yeah. And and in a good movie like that, too, you do like you're shown um, a lot of times your POV character. You start to think, like, what would I do in that situation? You start to. um I don't know. They lead you through this journey and um, maybe it makes you think about like, well, how would I handle this situation? Stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, it's just, it's so, it's so foreign to me because like I've, you know, worked in those places, but haven't had, and I haven't worked in anything Mm -hmm. like a Thai prison or even a real prison. It was a juvenile prison. And there was like, no chance for you know gang rapes in the shower or anything like that you know the staff was pretty much equal to you know the number of staff was maybe outnumbered a little bit but like if you think about like these big penitentiaries and like Mm -hmm. you know we have the most incarcerated people of any country in the world i think hey you're telling me i'm i'm the in the per capita capital yeah yeah and it's like and you're outnumbered as a prison mm. guard or you go in there and like you know the you know you have to uh yeah even though like you know if you're you go in the in there under a drug offense or something non a nonviolent offense but you're in there with like the worst of the worst and right. like what happens and that that kind of that kind of plot will suck me in. So I think that's the best example I have of a plot sure. device to pull me in. Yeah. And you can get like, you know, you can get more specific, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, I've been recently looking at TV org, which is yes. a great resource as far as, uh, which, yeah, I think we, <laughs> we should spend some time on there this episode. Cause it seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like a fun little um, game. Um, so thank you for showing me that because I'm I'm into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. That was I'd say that was one of my big ones that I will yeah. automatically go to. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, organized true organized crime stories. Okay. Um, I guess. And while you were explaining this, um. I, it kind of occurred to me that it's it's kind of like uh, like you're chasing that dragon. Like for me, um, oh yeah, Goodfellas one of my all time favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. So I'm always looking for you know the next Goodfellas or what's you know is I don't think there's going to be another Goodfellas or another Godfather. Um, but what <laughs> which is part of you know the idea of chasing the dragon, I guess. Uh, but you know what is what is going to be uh, uh you know gangs in new york what's what's going to be uh, like i like the organized crime true stories um i remember and i'm looking it up right now uh there's a movie called uh cicero uh that's in development and uh for a while, there were like rumors that um, Cicero is a a, a um, neighborhood outside of Chicago, 
um, there were rumors that uh, Tom Hardy was going to be playing Al Capone. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, so that's the type of thing where it's like, I don't need any more details, I'm in. I'm in, too. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and when you say Chasing the Dragon, like, um, I went down this path of, like, I, I saw Snatch, mm-hmm. and then I, I just desperately wanted fast-paced British yeah, crime, funny slash drama like yeah. i went back to lock stock and it was great and then like then you're looking for other stuff that it kind of comes close like kiss kiss bang bang's kind of close yeah. to that like that fast cut and, but it's not the same thing you know you're looking for that uh frenetic clever fun um straight up just uh great movie and that chasing the dragon was is yeah. a great way to put it uh so yeah, yeah. You're never and, gonna get and, that that first high again. You're never no. You're never yeah. gonna get the same the same feel. But yeah, uh, because you're looking for uh, the good fellas in the the good fellas. Yeah, just like you can look up the Facebook yeah page. Um. Uh. But yeah, that a movie like that with Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. like you're just in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another one for me, uh, is kind of the, uh, Blade Runner, kind of those tech noir style. Oh, like if I yeah. see those, if I see those set pieces in a trailer, I'm, I'm thinking I want to know more. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, that, that dirty, dirty, grimy in, and you know, what did it really well was fifth element. Uh huh. On with a fun, much more f- color. Yeah, bigger color palette. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Because they didn't have that like pristine future. Mm-hmm. It was dirty. It was like everyone's still working, mm-hmm. doing their job, and uh, yeah. And of course, that had a little bit more uh, fantastical. Uh, but you know, Corbin Burns, or not Corbin. Uh, Corbin Dallas is yeah. Um. <laughs> Like his apartment, his taxi cab, all that stuff, all like his, you know, his um, little two block area where he lived in felt a lot like that. And that was close to that. And we got the Blade Runner, you know, uh, 2049, which mm-hmm. one of those movies, that's another thing. Do we, we've done that before, right? The better the sequel, better than the, than the original. Uh yeah yeah yeah, because that one for sure. Oh yeah, I mind. mean I it, same here. Look, I, as much as I appreciate the original, um, and as much as I feel like I probably look through it, look at it through rose colored glasses, I I can take those off and see it for what it is. It's a tough sell for someone who's never seen that before. Yeah, yeah, but yeah that yeah, but twenty forty nine it's. it's uh, it's the visual storytelling and the set pieces. It's it's stunning looking, yeah. um, and I feel like you can. Uh, um, Blade Runner is a good like supplemental watch, um, but it's not entirely. I think you'd be glad if you sat down and watched it before twenty forty nine, 
but I feel like you could get away with just seeing 2049. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and I think that's a question you asked me if, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Molly wanted, you were asked Molly if Molly should watch the first one. Yeah. And I, I mean, it might help some, but there's so much like Which we ended mythology up doing anyways, and stuff. And she didn't really care for it. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. And yeah. there, it, there's so much mythology and stuff with that first one, you know, mm-hmm. such, so much backstory. And, yeah. And for its time, it was pretty pretty crazy but mm-hmm. by mentioning 2049 and uh, my the character of love uh, i'm a sucker for a great 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 antagonist mm-hmm. whether it's uh bill the butcher or love or darth vader mm-hmm. or whoever it is like that the one that you could definitely see their point of view and but they just they're ruthless in the way they want to go after it and yeah. but char- charismatic in the way they do it mm-hmm. and whether it's at that or if it's uh what's his name daniel plainview yeah. or um i'm trying to think some other some other ones um uh bruce the shark <laughs> <laughs> but really re- really it would be quint in jaws yeah yeah he's just he's not a bad guy but he is the he's the antagonist he's the one that gets under the skin he's the one that He's the the worst of the guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's give me that in a good movie, and that's really not a plot device, but that is a good way to reel me in. Um, mm-hmm. Is is to have someone like that, and like you think of all the great villains in in history, and yeah, most of it, or even like Don Corleone or Michael yeah. Corleone or um, yeah, a lot Jimmy of, Conway yeah. or. You know, Jimmy the Gent. Yeah. I mean, a lot of if you look back, I mean, maybe it's just plainly obvious. Um, but if you look back at like a lot of movies that are considered like some of the greatest of all time, they have great antagonists. Mm-hmm. And obviously that it, I mean, saying it out loud, it's it's very obvious. Um, but. When you don't have that, maybe you can't quite put your finger on like what you didn't like or like, I don't know. It just feels like something's lacking sometimes and maybe you can't really articulate that. Um, look at the the characters. Like if you don't have these bombastic villains or antiheroes or antagonists to clash with the protagonist, you're, I'm, you're not going to have a great story. Yeah, yeah. And like a movie like um I just watched a departed here recently. Yeah. Um Jack Nicholson character. Mm-hmm. Like not not that bad of a bad guy. The worst the the worst guy on that is Matt De- or Matt Damon. Yeah. You know, his character in that movie. You know, he is the one you're actually rooting against, mm-hmm. you know. Um and, and that actually leads into my next favorite thing and i'm sorry i'm i took a couple in a row here but no no you're good um undercover movies movies like donnie brosco or, or oh Departed yeah or like all that stuff like give me that and give me good actors in it and i'm in like i'm in yeah it's like um if you can if you can build up the suspense and it's kind of like that same feeling of going into prison like you don't like you're surrounded by bad guys you don't know what's going to happen next right um and give me that 
if you can portray that feeling and make me feel what you're feeling, I'm all in on that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'll tell you what uh, is one uh, surefire way to turn me off. Oh, oh, oh! First, first beer there. I got a mustache. Mm-hmm. I know. Um. Well, that's. I'll, I'll save it. Save okay. It. <laughs> okay. Uh, I. Uh, one thing that um, turns me off right away. Uh, and is the the device of the uh, the unearned relationship, where you're just supposed to care, um, because they're engaged. I feel like uh, this is a, a a horror movie trope. A lot of times okay. is they um, they think that uh, if two characters are in a relationship, it automatically ups the stakes. Um, and it's just probably pretty sexist, but I, I think a lot of times it's it's meant um, that it's meant to be used as a tool to show that like, oh, this guy has two people to live for, two people to worry about. He's not just worried about himself. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. When they introduce something like, like um, when they introduce a relationship and think that it automatically raises the stakes, I think that's, that's something that's got to be earned. Um, there's a really bad movie. So, I mean, it's no wonder that I don't like it, but it immediately stuck out to me um, when you were talking about you're like, oh, things we like, things we don't like. One of the things that immediately stuck out was this terrible found footage movie called The Chernobyl Diaries. Okay. And they try and manipulate you through this one character. It's it's a... I was going to say handheld. It is handheld, but it's a found footage movie. Um, and there's a scene where, you know, the guy's videotaping his, and he goes, he's like, takes the ring out of his pocket and he's like, dude, I'm going to do it, man. And it's like, you're supposed to just care. Like, whoa, these people, really these young people them. have their whole lives ahead of them and they want to, you know, be married and start a family. It's like, that's not earned. I don't know these characters. Why do I care that they're getting engaged? Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty bad movie. <laughs> I went and saw it. Um, I've probably talked about this. A time or two, but um, my buddy, uh, friend of the f- friend of Mavs, Joe Bags, um, he was a neighbor of mine growing up, and his dad and I <laughs> used to go see movies all the time um, because we were. I, I saw Cabin in the Woods with him. We were the ones who were we were pretty much willing to sit through anything. So, right. <laughs> so we were probably one of, mm, I would say maybe under 10,000 people that saw Chernobyl Diaries in the theaters. (laughs) (laughs) What's weird is, like, if you put Chernobyl in any title, Mm -hmm. I'll probably listen, read, or absolutely. It's so fascinating. There was an an episode of, uh, of, uh, um, God damn it. Um, uh, What's the the British driving show... um, uh, Top Gear, mm-hmm. where uh, so they went on v- adventures. They you know review cars and stuff, but they also do like 
really clever, like going out and testing cars and then also do like crazy stunts and stuff. And they actually drove into like Chernobyl mm-hmm. um, or like in, 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 in and around it. And like they had to get really close. And then uh, Dan Cummins did on, on Time Suck, he did a Chernobyl thing yeah. where he was talking about how like some of the hotels and stuff like Shit. only you can only work like you can only work there for so many days in a row before you have to get out and get tested. Really? Like, yeah, it's it's nuts how crazy that that how uh, radioactive that place is. Like, literally. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and uh, like I don't blame you one second for going and seeing the Chernobyl Diaries, but yeah, 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 it was uh, bad. Because every time it comes up on like Amazon Prime, which that's the only place it really comes up on, is uh, like I'm like, oh, I should watch that. And then I remember you not liking yeah, it. It's it's bad, man. Um, I would say just watch a uh, watch a trailer. Yeah. Um, it's cool. And the thing that's frustrating is I'm with you there. It's a cool premise. Like they have this handheld camera and they're walking around this like just demolished area. Um, and uh, yeah, the the pieces are there. To make it at least somewhat entertaining, but man, it was yeah. bad. I'm looking at it now. It's an hour and twenty six minutes, and that's that's too long. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I can't. I'll have to find that time suck. I can't believe I missed it because I'm. I really. I'm right there with you. Yeah. If I see um, that, I'm like I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, one of the other ones uh, mm-hmm. that I love, and it kind of, it. I mean, it's the. Um, I think it was on uh, uh, MovieTrope.org mm-hmm. or TV Tropes. Uh, uh, don't get eaten, and it's basically all <laughs> That's the a good one. aliens mm-hmm. or uh, you know just all the monster movies where uh, the suspense is there, and it's it you know whether it's the thing or aliens or even terminator which would probably fall into that right yeah i mean um, you're being stalked you're the prey basically yes. yeah yep and it's it's just always um and and it can go into you know obviously it's mostly horror mm-hmm. uh stuff or you know it can even go into the yeah um you know the the halloweens or the friday the 13th and all that stuff so yeah uh it's but it but you have to be discerning because there's so many bad ones out there too. Right. You know. Well, I'll tell you another one that that turns me off in the in the horror genre and not necessarily because I don't like it. Um uh home invasion movies. Like the strangers. Which is funny because you love uh I love your next. Your next, yeah. But your next feels like your next um the way the plot works and and ultimately how it turns out um it's not necessarily a random attack but like movies like the strangers um i've ne- i've never seen that and like i like the i like the mask it seems like a good idea but it's just like the it's one of those things where it's just i like we live in a world where that could happen at any time and my paranoia will get to me. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's why I kind of like the, uh, 
the the purge movies so much mm-hmm. and it's not it's really not that i'd love the movies themselves but i love the premise so much it's and it's such a strong that, premise same thing mm-hmm. you know where i i am i can put myself in their shoes and i'm yeah. imagining myself because you know the first purge movie was whatever it was fine it you know it was it but it was a home invasion movie you know right it was, you know and uh a movie like hush did it right though right right yeah. you know and it's there's there is something to be said because like you can do good and bad on all these things we're talking sure. about absolutely like, absolutely <clears throat> and there's only so many plots that you can really mm-hmm. uh, put out there but um and if you do it right uh but I, most of the time I'm willing to buy in uh-huh. to that. Um, yeah, it yeah. Just uh, I I can see where you're coming from. Though, yeah, the the it, home invasion it, stuff is uh, it can be a little bit too real. And, yeah, yeah. And especially like I think one of the um, I don't know if it was the tagline or one of the the. Uh, parts uh in the trailer one of the scenes in the trailer where they ask like why are you doing this and they say oh because you were home it's like ugh, <laughs> it's too it's it, it doesn't feel like i don't need to suspend my disbelief at all and yeah. uh and it's different if you're watching like you know i don't think that that we should shy away from things like like violence and stuff like that at, at last man in aleppo um, not a comfortable watch and, um, not because it's not happening here. Um, but that's with purpose. A lot of times horror movies are pretty, pretty solidly rooted in, in escapism. Yeah. So it's like supposed yeah. to be something that's fun. Um, and <laughs> I just don't find that fun. Hmm. Uh, which kind of leads me to my next one where whether it's, um, whether it's, it's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or it's House of Thousand Corpses, or even a movie like called uh, movie The Crazies. Yeah, which which I really liked. I really, it's like one of those. Uh, I know it wasn't really received well, well, but like just um, well, that's a uh, a remake of a George Romero movie. And oh, the, really? And the remake is so much better. Oh, okay. Yeah, the George Romero movie is like. I don't know, near unwatchable. <laughs> it's so boring. Okay. And it's a solid well, premise. But uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's that it's that um non explained mm-hmm. um ruthlessness or that like just um I, I wanna I keep wanting to say crazy, but um the uh people getting off on other people's pain like mm-hmm. it i don't know what it is about mm-hmm. that like it, in those movies that i just you know uh came you know talked about whether it's um house of courses or uh texas chainsaw it's like these families or these people that are a sociopath or or a psychopath or whatever mm-hmm. it is like like for some unknown reason, like they are so far off the grid that 
and it's not like just political views are different. They are, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's actually uh, uh, to the point where, like, they're they're different species than we are, and like, how do you deal with them whenever they have the power? Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I like that. Um... Because even a movie like uh, what Thirty One, we both like the premise they didn't pull it off yeah mm-hmm. i had or, to think about what it was for a second but yes i'm i'm with you now 31 and yeah 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 uh 31 all right such a great opening but that's another yeah. thing too um more beyond trailers but a great opening monologue and, oh, yeah. and I'm 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 hooked like a, like a hook like that. Um, obviously, like a fast paced, like exciting opening, like um, the Dark Knight. It's one of the most fantastic opening sequences. Um, that's a great hook. Uh, but the the um, I feel like that's that's a. Uh, the momentum is tough to keep up and not, and not that, um, not that that's a reason not to do it. Um, but like a, a good monologue is, is such a great lead in cause it doesn't have that like adrenaline pumping. Um, it doesn't like, it doesn't have the speed and adrenaline that, uh, that, uh, an action sequence opening has like um, a cold open. So you don't have to like, come down and then explain everything like you're yeah. already you're just you're just in enjoying something I, I i don't know i guess no i get you because like yeah like a movie like um because it's uh, like energy level it starts out as a six and and then increases um whereas well, like, like something like, uh, like dark knight like a mission impossible will start out with a great action sure scene, yeah and then it, like go cold open or you and then plot, every plot, James plot. Bond movie yes yeah great yeah, like Casino Royale, a f- phenomenal opening sequence. And most of them do. Um, right. Phenomenal opening sequence. Um, and then James Bond is kind of a unique animal with their their theme song, too. Because that's a big cool down. Um, you have this phenomenal opening sequence, and then you have whatever popular artists of the day doing... Uh, yeah. Weird, weird but sometimes really good yeah song <laughs> yeah um jack white and alicia keys pretty sweet what a yeah who would have thought that the two of them like <laughs> together on this on a uh making a song for what was it quantum of solace yeah uh, like the worst weird. the worst yeah, uh, it's good. It's, it was a tough act to follow. Yeah. Oh, but even uh, Chris Cornell, the one uh, Casino Royale. Yeah, right? you know my name. Yeah. It's a good one. That's sweet. <sighs> um, Such a great oh, voice. You, you put that at the end of the episode. That'd be sweet. I think we probably already did that. Uh, right? We definitely did that before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah, we've talked about these movies before. Yeah. Um, but a good narrated movie. 
Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I'm too into it. like mm-hmm. you, like you said a great opening narration. Yeah, but like and I love the the, the action opening too. But a lot of times, if you start out at a ten, you take it down, and it goes plot, plot, plot. They throw a lot of plot at you. Um, with thirty one, like the energy level is probably about like a six, but you've got someone delivering a monologue, looking you essentially looking you in the eye. Um, that's yeah, a great hook for me. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. You were gonna say something. Uh, narrated movies. Yes. Just, narrated movies. Yeah. Like straight up, uh, it, we go back to Shawshank, or mm-hmm. if you go to Goodfellas, or you know something. In it, it's it's hand holding sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. getting you through. But if it's done right, it can be done really effectively, and um, I'm into that. I would say uh, if it's done right, it can become like downright essential. Yeah, um, for sure. Ferris Bueller's uh, Day Off. Like, and it's more of a fourth wall breaking, but it's, it, I think is part of the movie's charm and success is the fact that he's talking you through his, his day-to-day life. Yeah, no, that's, it's, it's perfect. And, and that's another thing is fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Like, like it can be done so badly, but sure. uh, when, when it's in the right hands and it's not done that often. No, and I think I think it's a it's a tough uh, it's a tough landing to stick, which is yeah. probably why a lot of people don't attempt it. Yeah, like Deadpool is a one, is one in recent memory that has both voiceover narration and fourth wall breaking, and it does them both. Yeah, perfect. seemingly effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, so good. Uh, which, which the second one, which really kind of bummed me out about is the whole love thing which mm-hmm. it leads me to one i haven't said i haven't liked any rom-coms mm-hmm. i'm done nope don't want them yeah like, well, the term rom-com is kind of just a derogatory is a strong word but kind of like it just it uh it's kind of like saying this movie has no merit so don't even worry. Ignore it. But but there was a, there's a stretch there from like two well, probably like ninety five to like two thousand ten mm-hmm. where there was a, such a formulaic uh, way to do it like a lot of Jennifer Lopez things, a lot of Jennifer Aniston things, a lot of um, you know just just so formulaic mm-hmm. you know where yeah a lot of Matthew McConaughey stuff. Yeah, where some of it, you know, could have been funny, but where where I'll 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 come in on the rom com is like forty year old version, sure, you know, where it's done well and done a little bit, you know, raunchy movies with heart. Um, there's something about Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie's all about that. romance. Yeah, and, I mean, and don't jizzing on your ear. Yeah, it's like, f- f- uh, what is it? 50 first dates or, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I like that one. Yeah. I mean, you could do better. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the one Josh Harnett movie where uh, 40 days. 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Like, mm, I'm good. I don't need to ever see those movies. Yeah. My wife loves them, so I, I will see them. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening, honey, I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's some 
Sometimes though they uh there's one called um with Rachel McAdams and uh Dom Hall Gleason. I think it's called About Time. That is totally set up as just a run of the mill rom com. Um and I went and uh saw that with OT and uh she was like, Oh, we don't have to see it, we don't have to see it. And I'm like, No, we can see it, we can see it. I'm fairly certain I liked it more than she did. Oh um, really? Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Okay. And a lot of it was that it wasn't this one dimensional, like Renee um, uh, Zellweger movies, Matthew McConaughey, like you said, like they just, you know, beat by beat what's going to happen. Like this yeah. movie had like, there was a great Dom Hall Gleason's relationship with his father was like pivotal to the movie. And, and it was just a really sweet, well done movie. Um, that I'm, I'm honestly checking for a lot because I want to assign it to you. Um, cause I want to get your take on it. I will hate it. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so every now well, and then, and, but I'm well, with you. Like there's so many, they're just paint by numbers and you can tell when you watch the trailer, you're like, this is just, what is this? Yeah, we've seen this already. About time for 2013, not mm-hmm. streaming. Yep. And I love Rachel McAdams. Yes. Uh, which other is another thing? Mm-hmm. Time travel movies. I'm in. Really? I'm okay. in. I for some reason there's not a lot of them lately. No, there's not. But like, um, uh, it just. Something about that aspect of it, and even mm-hmm. like um, the time traveler, you know, with uh, Guy Pierce, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a terrible, terrible movie. But I'm like, oh, what can we do? What can we like? What are the, what are the, um, you know, what are the possibilities? Where can we go? What can we mm-hmm. figure out? And uh, a movie like Primer, yeah. Well, I'm surprised man. they didn't get. I'm surprised they didn't get hot after Looper. Which I know you you're not a big fan of, but that's a it. Really I, comes I, down I really, to the child actor for me. I hate the kid in it. Again, <laughs> it's kind of like the Babadook conundrum. <laughs> Babadook, uh, Looper's not streaming anywhere. Primer's not streaming anywhere. Well, let's see what the Babadook is. Yeah. Oh man, I remember. I remember when we watched Primer. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> One of those. Yeah, it's it's a hard one to get your head around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, trying to think what else. Um, heist movies I'm into, yeah. like the ocean movies or the um, the tie-in job, or like I, anytime you have, or even like we um, what do you call it? Baby Driver? Um, yeah. Those kind of movies where it's kind of fast paced. Jesus. Whoa. Hmm. I'll be right back. All right. Talk about heist movies for yeah. a second. Well, speaking of uh speaking of home invasion movies, um, I might be watching one here right now. It's very on trend right now. I'm looking at Brad's screen and Maybe something will pop out at me. Uh, now I'm kind of psyching myself out. Huh? 
What's up? It's all good. It's all okay. good. <laughs> There's just a ghost there. Oh, okay. Ah. Ghost movies I'm, I'm interested in. There's not a lot of them anymore. Um, yeah, I guess. I'm not so much with ghost movies, but like the uh, exorcism movies, like the ones where yeah. we're dealing like with like the devil. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always hundred and sixty six like movies. What is it? The Emily figure. Rose thing, right? Yeah, the exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, um, Amityville. I, re- I even know. even the the Conjuring. I yeah. Well, the Amityville horror movie. That that movie is so bad. Oh, I like, like I, the uh, people, the Ryan Reynolds one. I see. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, I saw I, what's his name. It's more. It might even be a Michael Bay movie. Uh, yeah. The um, what's his name? Fuck. But yeah, the old, the yeah. original Amityville horror yes. movie. That's um, a slugfest to get through. That's it. I hated that. Like I watched that late. I was less like, Oof, worst. Mm-hmm. It's like a TV movie. Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, the remake was very like. I mean, it looked like a music video director directed it. Just very quick cut, sleek. Um, definitely, it came out in that era of like the pretty strong like Japanese influence. So of okay. course, there was a little but girl with long feel black a little bit hair. Like the Conjuring stuff. Like, yeah. Now. Yeah. Which I really like too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I liked that. Movie. I've seen it quite a few times. That was one of those that was in the the four dollar uh, Best Buy bin. So, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that's why I'm so many movies. Pretty that. familiar with it. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the movies we liked. Yeah. Like. And um, I don't know. Uh, I guess everyone could tell us like what plots you like. Yeah. What's something that like? It, what's a hook for you? Um, I. Like nothing's infallible, right? Like there could always be, you know, like clowner guys. I like, you know, possessed clowns as yeah. much as the next person. Oh yeah, <laughs> clowner guys. Oh man, that was a good one. That was a good, good, wasn't, good movie. It wasn't hateful. <laughs> it was. It was pretty damn bad. Um. But it also would have been like watching it with a group of people would have been really pretty top notch. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I think another one of those movies, another one of those kind of movies that's like, or there's a, there's a genre of movies that is 50 50. It's like those spoof uh-huh. movies, right? Whether it's, um, uh, uh, snow what a snow what was the movie you saw me the first one oh dead snow dead snow and yeah. then um uh zombievers so mm-hmm. basically the same movie right i mean yeah i feel like i know what you're getting at for sure it it's it's just whether or not you like it or don't yeah right like and, how serious do you want your movie to take itself yeah no. or like uh what sometimes is it troll hunter yeah, Troll Hunter was awesome. Right. But that's kind of a spoof. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's done lovingly. 
I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, yeah. Cabin in the Woods is another great one where it's like it's all about like. Well, I think Troll Hunter and Cabin in the Woods are just like off to the side of spoof, right? They're mm-hmm. just. Yeah. N- not quite a spoof, but like, um, I don't know, like. Kind of showing, uh, showing love to. Yes. The genre yes. while but being also able to the, all the bad things about right, it. Right, exactly. Um but you know, like Zombievers, love it. Dale Tucker and Dale. Yes. Love it. That's another great one. You know, uh Airplane, great. Mm-hmm. Um Scary Movie One, good. Mm-hmm. Scary Movie Two, terrible. Um you know, it's it um Miss the mark kind of stuff like um, for us like it's funny but not great um, pop star yeah you know I kind of want to go back and watch that one now oh. um, now that I'm so I, I mean pretty much word for word familiar with the the soundtrack right and feel like I don't know maybe that would make me enjoy it more I don't know yeah yeah uh, the the uh it was we had free hbo for a week or something like that Mm -hmm. brooke and i were sitting down watching and the penis scene came up i think (laughs) and it's just that just made me laugh that that scene got me that was so funny to me yeah (laughs) yeah nice nice uh well yeah spoof movies I don't know. I mean, do we get a lot of like spoof movies in theaters these days? I mean, there was a run on them for a while. Yeah, definitely. I think Scary Movie um, ushered in like there did wasn't there like disaster, a found not footage? another teen movie, disaster movie. Yeah, not another All teen that. movie. I loved. You know, I mean, it started out with Airplane as being yeah. Wasn't well, Airplane like a remake of a movie, but they, they uh, no no like, it's a straight up it. movie, but they yeah. all played it straight face like okay okay it, they had like legit actors come in and do like legit roles, but yeah like uh, Peter Graves and Leslie Nielsen at that time was like Leslie this. Nielsen like wasn't a comedic actor no right? at at all until yeah. it came to that and um, in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just such so a good. pitch perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, there was a movie called like Airport or something like that. There was right, a okay. a run on in seventy in you know Towering Inferno, right? Um, Poseidon Adventure, and yeah, I mean, just kind of like the the what? Uh, who's the guy that does all the disaster movies? Dwayne um, the Rock Johnson. No, no, <laughs> um, the director that does them. Um, Oh, um, shoot. What he, is his name? He did like 2012 and the day yes. after, or day after tomorrow, something. Roger. Roger. No, Roger. Roger Stone. What's that? Roland Emmerich. Yes. Yes. So, like, it was, it was Roland Emmerich in the 70s. I always forget that he did stuff like. I don't know. He just hit the mark so well with Independence Day. That I always forget yeah. 
that he wrote Godzilla and the day after tomorrow and yeah is man what else what else we got day after tomorrow ah uh, man that Godzilla movie so bad that's really bad oh well <laughs> um but yeah, yeah good I'm still down for a good creature feature though like as much as I felt um, cheated by the last Godzilla movie, um, partly just because they really, really sold it as a Brian Cranston vehicle. Yeah. Um, well, I'd I'm say still... like a movie like The Quiet Place was kind of a creature feature. Yeah, absolutely. A Quiet and... Place. Um... Yeah, I mean, the original Cloverfield, definitely a creature feature. Yeah. Um and but yeah, I'm I'm down for the new definitely want to check out the new Godzilla movie. Um I still want to see Kong Skull Island even though I've heard pretty middling things about it. Um no one's really said anything like absolutely terrible about it, so I'm like, oh, I'll probably like it. Yeah, well, let me see if I can find it. Anywhere streaming Kong at Kong Skull Island is screaming streaming on uh, Cinemax Cinemax Go Cinemax After Dark or Hmm. what? Skinemax. Oh hell yeah! Uh yeah. Planet of the Be- the the Planet of the Apes reboots, even the originals. Uh, enjoyed some. I of mean, those. yeah, I kind of like the first one, like mm-hmm. the the reboot. Second one was eh. Beneath the third the one Planet was kind of. Apes, though. I'm I'm done with the Planet of the Apes shit. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what, what was beneath the Planet of the Apes? Was that the fourth one in the original series? No idea. Okay, that one was pretty good. <laughs> Sometimes you got to sift through a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, I'm willing to. So I've done <laughs> it. <laughs> I I could tell you if you guys ever need. A a uh, guide around Camp Crystal Lake. I could tell you which movies to mm. watch and which to skip. Yeah. Mm. That's an, this, not necessarily a plot device, but something I'm a sucker for is um, horror remakes. Yeah, yeah. You're always you're diving in all. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm willing to go there. I probably won't like it. Um, and I've, they pay off sometimes. Like they the do pay off sometimes. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's one that, like, that's definitely the exception to the rule. But, like, the the Friday the 13th remake, when they were just kind of pumping out, like, um, they were just pumping out remakes. They just recently remake Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that was hugely successful. I think it was Platinum Dunes was the company behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, So their remake of Friday the 13th, I really enjoyed it because it was kind of like a highlight reel. Um, they just took like the best kills from uh, the entire previous Friday the Thirteenth series and uh, 
put them into worked them into a new movie and yeah. uh so like i could understand if people were like well i don't want to watch that but as a fan of the series it was like okay well you know it kind of if i my hard work of yes. uh, watching these movies at 3 a.m paid off sometimes the greatest hits is okay yeah yeah sometimes greatest hits aren't just for housewives uh, you know what would be great, like uh, porn star. Mm-hmm. Her compilation would be greatest splits. <laughs> nice. And greatest clits. <laughs> We're done. Like a le- like a lesbian compilation. Greatest clits. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a there's a hook for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, have we have we exhausted this topic? I think, uh, yeah. I I mean, we hell, we did. We talked a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm wondering how many movies we talked about this episode. Yeah, we need the we need to <laughs> go back and put a bell in every time, every yeah. time we mention a new movie. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> We might, you know, we might have to, uh, speaking of Planet of the Apes, maybe we should ape the topic hat. Get it a shaking. Oh, you know what we could do? What's is that? we could do um, on um, tvtropes.org, hit the oh, random topic. yeah, that'd be a good one. And that's what our next thing is. Do you want to do it right now? The the trope hat is a shaking. Let's um, do it. Should I hit it or should you? You hit it. All right. Random trope. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, this might not be great. <laughs> Cain and Abel and Seth. <laughs> in this trope, a third person is introduced specifically in a way to complicate the relationship between established siblings or between the established siblings and the new sibling. Uh, if the characters are really... The- fuck. <laughs> this didn't really pan out that uh, well. <laughs> I mean, we could think of that. I mean, if... <sighs> it's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, let's do the next one. Divided we fall. Ooh, join or die. That's uh Oh, that's kind of like a a post apocalyptic type place. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The evil overlord is about to conquer the country, and the rival is more concerned about his personal feud with the hero. He may not realize the danger. That's a good one. I like this one. All right. So we're doing what? Divide or fall? Uh, divided we fall. Um, I guess, what would that be? Like top five? Like, we'll give one like one example, I guess. It would be, um, uh, well, Mad Max, Fury Road, right? Would be something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. They're not, they're not a team, but they have to stick together. Okay. Yeah. Unli- okay. Unlikely duos? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, something like that. Like an unlikely team, like the pair-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like um, like the the wedding ringer, the wedding Josh Gad. Oh yeah, 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 and, uh, and Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have lots of black friends. That's all that. That's <laughs> probably not said, not even said in that movie. But that's just the gist I get from the yes. uh, from the trailer. It should be a tagline. <laughs> that actually. If they had the balls to do that, I might watch that movie. <laughs> of course, I have lots of black friends. 
the wedding ringer. All right. So unlikely team ups mm-hmm. is, I guess, what we could do. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. I left alone. My mind was blank. I needed time to think to get the memories from my mind. What did I see? Can I believe that what I saw that night was real and not just fantasy? Just what I saw in my old dreams were the reflections of my walk my steps.